in UP, it's really more on exams. There's no like papers, there's no projects to pangbawe. So mm-hmm. it really relies on you just studying hard. So what would happen? This would be my routine. From Monday to Wednesday, I would have that class from 8 to 5 p.m. And then afterwards, my exam is on that Saturday. And that's okay. a lot of information to take in in such okay, a yeah. short span of time. Just that's week, not even, yeah. yeah, that's not even enough for you to like to build on your long term memory. And also on Wednesday, yes. on 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 Thursday and on Friday, we have eight to five classes also because that's the normal in UP Manila. It's parang, anyway, it's not like I wanted it, but it's more like I had no choice, but I had to survive. You know, there would be times na um you would just really break down on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Because you felt yeah. like a robot. And that went on for like a good four, four months or five. And that was really tiring. Hey everyone, welcome to the Meaning of Life podcast. With me here today is Janelle Angela. So hi Janelle, how are you? And I mean, who you are, who are you and what do you do? Hi guys, I'm Janelle Angeles. I'm currently a second year med student from UERM Medicine. And when I'm not studying, I usually host and inspire people through my show called That Fresh Perspective with Janelle and Luigi. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday at 8 p.m. <laughs> Promotional skill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So oh, oh no, um, I want to have you over Janelle because you're like you're you're going through med school. And you've yeah. been through pre-med and everything. Uh, something that I would say a lot of people are dreaming to go through. Because a lot of people here in the Philippines, I don't know, they want to be, they want to be doctors. Yeah, I guess that's like the trend here, the ba? Parang ganun. Oh. Um, yeah. what, what pushed you towards it? Like, what made you want to go to med school? Um, actually, it's really something unexpected. Uh, prior, when we were back in fourth year, I really wanted to go law. I wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. Like my, diba, my elective was like, well, was elective was for mm-hmm. law. And then it really changed big lap to med. I mean, like, para I remember calling up Arlan. You know, I'll always credit Arlan for this. <laughs> yeah. No, advice the Arlan. How many Arlan's? Um, so I, I told I called Arlan. Arlan, what should what course should I pick? What course should I get? Um, they have occupational therapy. They have other you know, other courses. And then he was like, "Oh, pick mo occupational therapy in yung course ng valedictorian natin." And oh. yeah, si ano si was si yung valedict valen natin. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, parang I wanna get occupational therapy as my first choice." It sounded so highfalutin, parang fancy, parang it sounds so like a complicated uh-huh. course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, so that's what happened. I chose occupational therapy because I was like, in UP Manila, because I didn't think that, I thought that it was a quota course. I didn't really expect that I'd get in because I really wanted law. So I was choosing all the other options as like, um, POSI, behavioral science, and those things that I thought could be, you know, pre-laws, pre-law courses. Where, where, in what schools? In UP Manila. Okay. Yeah, in, yeah, in UP Manila. And then, Surprisingly, I got a call from I got a call from UP Manila. They told me that I got in occupational therapy, and then by that time, I didn't know what occupational therapy was about. Um, I just read about it. Na it's a profession that deals with you know like um that deals with disabilities in terms of like physical, mental, um, emotional. But so, like it was really vague yeah. for me that time. 
I was like, what's this for? And then, going into college, I realized that I really found one of my passions in life. It was really beautiful because occupational therapy really deals with clients with disabilities about how to make their quality of life better even if you have a disability. So, you know how like in the Philippines, there's like a notion or um, there's somewhat like a culture that if you're, you're, you have a disability, you're deemed as useless or parang you're not, you're not yeah. really empowered. Alam mo, parang there's always a stigma already parang towards PWDs. Yeah. yeah. And like, maybe for PWDs, they, all, they can also experience or feel that their life is over. Like, oh, um, parang naputol yung legs ko because probably na-electrocute siya. So para I don't have a function in life anymore. But no, that's not true. With occupational therapy, we really believe that what really limits a person, what really, you know, what really limits a person is not themselves or nga, yung what they have or like their disability, but it's really the society. The society because of the lack of accommodation given to them. Because given the right accommodation, diba? Parang if if you were to imagine, you know how like in other countries, like the environmental adjustments or accommodation for PWDs, parang mayroon sila yung mga different modifications, diba? Alam mo, parang sa wheelchair, yeah. yung um, for people with, vis- with, with visual issues. Alam mo yun, if we had that in the Philippines, that wouldn't really be a problem. Like, we wouldn't really have a stigma because just like everyone else, they can also function the same way as we do, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really about the stigma. Um, so yeah, that's why I really fell in love with occupational therapy because it banks on the strengths of the person, di ba? Yeah. It really believes and empowers the person that, you know, through therapy, through the use of activities, we can help you feel that, we can help you regain and feel your purpose in life again. Parang ginagawa kasi namin for our clients or for our patients is that um, we use, okay, for example, uh, uh a person who, parang a housewife, and one of the yung purpose niya in life is to take care of his children. So, or to, you know, to clean, or parang to cook for the family. So, through yeah. occupational therapy, we would, you know, um, we would make adjustments to cooking so that they can still cook even if they don't have an arm anymore. Diba? Even if they only have one arm. So, that's why I love occupational therapy. And, Wow, I think I delved into that way too much. Yeah, no, yeah. pero I I like get um like you I think you encapsulated your meaning of it very well and like that yeah um in what you said and it it is, it is very much a systemic problem I think um yeah. what you mentioned because uh when you go to other countries like let's say I went to Japan before nakita yeah. ko like, sa subways nila um they just don't have they 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 have ramps for like wheelchair and people with disabilities yeah like, people who can't really walk. Pero meron din silang mga upuan that actually go up and down the stairs to make yeah, it easier, yeah, that's for example. True. So, if there's no one to like push you up, you can go up yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you didn't really like like going in. You went in cold. Like, you you were, you didn't, you, like you mentioned before, you didn't know a lot about occupational therapy. So, what yeah. was it like actually when you first went in? Like, like was it like what did you expect and then um, ano yung parang what was your like waking up moment now okay this is this is this is it i really didn't know what to expect as in when i went yeah i really don't want to, didn't know what to expect all along all i knew was i was going to i was going to a wonderful profession devoted to be of service to other people and i like that i just really i think ever since before i've always had that in me as one of my driving purpose in life to really serve 
the people. And um, what really made me love occupational therapy is I think when I realized how beautiful you can change a person's life, I remember back in fourth year, during my internship year, um, I was assigned as an intern in PGH, and I was able to hear stories from different people, uh, mga carpenters, electrician, and yeah. their experience with um, with having a, you know, with, with, with that scenario naman, they were, um, they were amputees, so they had an amputation on their legs. And what was beautiful is that this person even wrote a letter to, to the interns about how he was so happy that through occupational therapy, he felt empowered that he could do more. And isn't that beautiful that through therapy or through your profession, you can empower someone, you can help someone believe in themselves again. So uh, that's why I felt that occupational therapy was really a beautiful profession. You know, parang, uh-huh. I really believe that just like everyone else, you know, people who were born with disabilities, they didn't choose that life. But they didn't choose to have stigma automatically when they were born. They didn't choose naman na, na not to have full independence in their life. Diba? So I feel yeah. like as occupational therapy, therapists, we can, ano, parang in my profession, we can help them reach their highest level of potential. Like just like everyone else, isn't it nice to, you know, bank on and to strengthen someone's potential? Right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I just found it really fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how was like the you know, the student experience there? Like what did what was the like what did they make you do? Did they make you have a lot of readings or like did you memorize a lot of terms? I, I'm yeah. imagining you did, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think in UP Manila, I realized that huh. I really love studying. Um really? it means, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean it I really fell in love with the things that I was learning. You know how like in back in high school when we were, you know, parang we were just chill lang naman. I mean, uh-huh. we were in the co-pilot section. We like we studied, but not like intensely studied for everything. We had the balance, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had fun, ganyan, ganyan. But the thing Wait, is... Wait, don't you have fun anymore? Don't um, you have fun anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Sure, it's... Yeah. Well, I won't sugarcoat my experience in occupational therapy. It's really one of the hardest courses. I mean, based on what I know and, you know, what I've heard and what I felt, it's really yeah. intense. Um, usually in other schools, it's actually five, a five-year course. But in UP Manila, it's it's a four-year course. But it's different now. It's all four years for all schools. But I guess it was really difficult because um, there's a lot of things to study and memorize for. Um, I, I just can't. Uh-huh. I wish I could expound on it, but we have this thing called in UP Manila a trans system. So a trans is basically like um, a transcription of it has an outline, it has all the PowerPoint, um, it all it has all the content from the PowerPoint, all the content from what the professor said during that time. It has everything, and uh, shop and it's ano para font size eight, tapos madami talaga siya. So. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess that's the heavy part. Nagulat ako na parang, alam mo yun, I was really overwhelmed with the load. And it was definitely far from chill. And from UP Manila, I think our culture kasi, generally, um, from what I observe, it's really aral is life. Yeah. I think, like we had orgs. Yeah, I also had orgs. But it was really more on just studying. Yeah, para, yeah people were really yeah. studious and uh, parang, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I can say about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It it's would you say you you have you have you have to like you have to love it in order to survive. Yeah, 
you have to and 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 but lang you you grew to like to like love it because it wasn't your initial direction right so yeah but pero para paano yun ang parang medyo malayo kasi like for me like from an outside like you wanted to go law right first and foremost yeah pero yeah. napa na like you you decided na okay I'll, I'll go through occupational therapy na lang was I it guess, like a li- big like life sort for you like life decision mm, not really I guess because since I was young, I guess my first dream was really to be a doctor. I wanted to be a cardiologist. So all my life, it's like I wanted to go med. But then like around third year, fourth year, I realized I wanted to become a lawyer. So I guess it's not much of a big, you know, big career path change. It's like I just went back to my childhood dream. Because right? yeah. for me, I think reality will really sunk, like, like sink in lang siya during fourth year. Because when CSA, life is really fun and light. You just have fun. Where it gets, you don't really think about college until it's yeah. fourth year. Until diba? ayan test, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, may test na. Oh, oh. Parang, oh my gosh, you have to choose your course na. So that's that's what happened. So when I got into occupational therapy, I was really happy. Because whenever I felt demotivated to study, I really thought na, I really reminded myself that I was studying for my future patients. I wasn't studying for myself. And that drove me yeah. to study not just to pass, but really because every time I study something, it's going to contribute to my competence as a future therapist or doctor. Diba? Because syempre, you're going to be saving lives someday. You're going to empower people. So how will you inspire them if you don't put your best self forward or if you don't, yeah. if you didn't do your best? Right? Yeah. Janelle, I, I'd like to say I really admire like your passion for what you do. I think I think not everyone shares the same passion for what they do. Um, I would say because um we all have differing levels of like I really want to do this. I really want to go through this. Like what you said, yeah. Hanina. Um, a lot of people just I'm not saying it's about it's a bad thing, but a lot of people go to college, you know, um, with the goal of um uh, because I want to get rich. I wanna I wanna like I wanna. I wanna do this as because it is sinabi sa akin going course or something like that. Uh-huh. But to study, to study not primarily for those things, for those reasons, but for the reasons in being competent later on in your life, so you can help yeah. more people. Um, that's a that's a that's a that's a great drive for a person. How do you how do you not burn out? How do you not burn out um, in in like studying? Um. First of all, I also want to add to what I said earlier. Um, I think what drove me really to, you know, to find the purpose. Someone told me because it was Elliot, Elliot, right? Our bachelor. Yeah. He told me that we shouldn't be studying just to pass. We should be studying um, in the in mind that you're helping people to serve the people, and it's really hard because, like, just like everyone else, right? Um, we're like cars and we can't always drive at our own, you know, at our best type of performance. We also need to rest. And I really got burned out a lot. Not because I placed it upon myself, but more like yeah. because of the system. So what happened was in occupational therapy back in third year, it was really intense because we took uh, a sem-long course. Like we took anatomy. Anatomy is the whole body. Yeah. We took that course yeah. in a span of Two months and a few weeks, so that's really crazy. Yes, and I think yeah, I guess that's crazy. Because also because we also took ex- what happened. Because is our schedule for exams is that in UP it's really more on exams. There's no like papers. There's no projects to pangbawe. 
So it really relies on you just studying hard. So what would happen, this would be my routine. From Monday to Wednesday, I would have that class from 8 to 5 p.m. And then afterwards, my exam is on that Saturday. And that's okay. a lot of information to take in in such okay, a yeah. short span of time. Just that's week, not even, yeah. yeah, that's not even enough for you to like to build on your long-term memory. And also on Wednesday, yes. on, on, on Thursday and on Friday, we have 8 to 5 classes also because that's the normal in UP Manila. It's like, anyway, it's not like I wanted it, but it's more like I had no choice, but I had to survive. You know, there would be times na, um you would just really break down on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Because he felt yeah. like a robot. And that went on for like a good four, four months or five. And that was really tiring. Yeah. But yeah. I guess, yeah. Uh-huh. You guess what? I guess I learned that to in order to avoid burnout, you know, since now I'm in med school and I really like the pacing in UERM. Like I really love my med school right now because they really, for me, I feel like it gives me enough time to enjoy the process of learning instead of just learning mm-hmm. just to pass. You know, I feel like that's more important. And it's really about like not being harsh to yourself. Like no matter what. You know, it's so easier said than done. But it's really about being more intentional that you want to be kinder to yourself. And definitely time management. Time management and not and just putting on to your, you know, scheduling the things for your day. You know, sometimes we get too um ahead of ourselves or we wanna achieve a lot in a certain day, but we forget to put breaks. So I feel like that's something that we, that's really important. It's and also to do things that you really love and that keeps you alive. Because if you don't do that, like you're gonna get burned out, and you can't always perform at your best, like what I said. And your best will always look different every day, and that's okay. Because as long as you know, as long as you keep on going, it's okay. Even if your speed is gonna be slow, yeah. Yeah. What keeps you alive, Janelle? Wow, what a what a straightforward <laughs> question. What keeps me alive? I think right yeah. now what keeps me alive, um, I think that the podcast, the the Calamansi show that I they have with Luigi, that fresh perspective, it's really something close to my heart because it's because I feel like it's a platform where we can inspire people and through the show also, Dylan. Like I don't mean, know, it's really beautiful that you feel like you're contributing to something, that you're touching someone's life, even just a one person. Because our topics would usually uh-huh. revolve around mental health, you know, well-being. And at the same time, I feel like I'm also growing with the show. Mm-hmm. So, Like you also another, learn with every episode, with every rendition. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I mean, the, the topics that we choose for our show, it's because it's also something that we feel like we will need. I mean, personally, I'm just speaking for myself. The things uh-huh. that I suggest... It's because, oh, because I really want to learn more on these aspects. I want to be more aware and be more educated about this, these things so that I will... I don't force to research on it. Uh-huh, right? yeah. But at the same time, it's self-help. It's helping myself. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Siguro to close the book on like, um, us talking about your pre-med and occupational yes. therapy. Ano yung mga like tips mo on like the people who are going through it now or like the people who are about to go through it what are your what are your pieces of advice now that you've gone past that stage in your life never never ever neglect the people special to you no matter how busy and determined you are to reach your goals never forget that everyone's time like everyone's time is Counted, or parang hindi, we won't have them forever in our lives. 
And you're gonna regret all the opportunities of spending time with them just because you had to study, just because you had to do this, you had to be busy with your own career. I feel like it's very important to be driven and goal-oriented. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But you also need to balance taking care of yourself, your well-being, and the people around you. Because the reason why I'm sharing this because I remember back in pre-med, um, back in OT, I would say no to go. I would say no to going out. I really deprived myself of going out because I had to study. But we're looking back, look at where we are right now. We're in a pandemic, and if there's anything, I just want to go out. Everyone just wants to go out. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, maybe like a batchmate natin pa nga, or like you know, it's really unexpected. There's a lot of people who are passing away these days. I mean, sorry it got so dark, but I think yeah. the point here is that there is, if you think about it, I might become deeper with what I'm going to say, but you know the reason why whenever, you know, when we studied lifespan development, you know, we studied how a person's life would progress from being a child, from a baby, from, you know, from a cell, baby, child, to adulthood until death. You know, what's my favorite I think my important, my favorite concept there is that I really like the idea of death, but at the same time, it scares me. It scares me, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful yeah. because through the idea of temperance, right? temperance, tem- I don't know, temperance, or basically the idea that things are temporary, we are able to cherish life with people every day. If we knew that we were going to live forever, we wouldn't really strive to be as successful. Uh-huh. We won't strive to to hustle, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea that our life, you know, that there's different milestones in our life, that's what makes life more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it makes us value the people around us. So yeah, that's my first advice for people. It's really to value the, uh, don't forget about the people close to you because you won't have time forever. Like, every one of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And second, it's really to choose the right people. I guess this is very cliche. To choose the right yeah. people, but even in social media, I feel like we should, because we're in a pandemic, people should really choose how to mute people or how to take control of their energy, whether it's an opportunity, whether it's with the things you see on social media, you need to take control of that because that's going to affect your mental health and well-being. It's all about setting boundaries about how much would you let other people or other things influence you. Mm-hmm. Even as even such as like life um, problems or issues, I think it's all about how you're going to let it affect you. Right? Something you know, something really grave or intense could be happening in your life, but it's about your perspective about how you're going to take it. Right? I mean, you can choose to have, I mean, it's you can choose to care like around 40%, 50%. Right? I mean, but what matters is you really regulate yeah. what you let affect, what you let, what you let, you know, you really regulate the factors that can influence you. And thirdly, um, just don't study, you know, like what I said earlier, don't study just to just to pass. You know, find your why. Whether you're a pre-med student, a med student, or whether you know you're just a student in general, find your biggest why and hold on to that. Whether your why is really to be successful or make your parents proud, you know, hold on to that. And remember that don't be too harsh to yourself because we're all human. And lalo na ngayon, because social media, parang I feel like mas na-amplify yung comparison or like compa- comparing yourself with other people. I just want that you should also celebrate your small wins. You should also celebrate to yourself. Diba? I feel like yeah. one way to really avoid burnout is to 
Celebrate your small wins. Mm-hmm. Even if bumangon ka lang dati, even if naligo ka lang, or you did something very small, like replying to people, don't take it against you. Like, don't be too harsh to yourself and put expectations because at the end of the day, you're really gonna make your own pacing in your life. You know, life's not a race, really. Yeah. Like, these milestones, don't be, don't be, um, don't be overwhelmed by that. You're really setting the pace for your life. And that's okay. Diba? Mm-hmm. Because, like, what we always see in our show, don't compare your chapter 5 to someone else's chapter 21. And at the same time, don't compare someone else's chapter 5 to your chapter 21. Because yeah. in life, it in life, it's not really going to be fair. People will be better than you. And it's okay. Because you also have your own strengths and weaknesses. But in a sense, it's not an equal comparison. Diba? You can't really compare people if they're not in the same factors at everything. So, yeah, that's mine. That's really yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. Oh, so, oh but... Yeah, yeah, ako malaking celebration na ako kapag naligo ako. Like, nagpapaparty yeah. ako kapag naligo. Then, <laughs> naligo na ako. Oh, that's my, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's my ligo for the year. Ganun. Uh, yeah. Then, joke lang. I'm just kidding. Um, pero yeah, I just want to echo what you said actually a while ago. Yeah. It's, it's, we never really know how things will be the way they are for how long they'll be the way they are. Like, yeah. for example, I doubt anyone ever expected this pandemic to ravage us for this long. And it's yeah. really brought into perspective, into our fresh perspective, how our lives are so uh, vulnerable to change. Yeah. Like, it's so fragile. Nah. It's so fragile. Yeah. And one snap, one one moment, everything can change. Like, bawal here. You're not gonna see your friends again yeah. for such yeah. a long time. And it's 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 that it's that uncertainty that gives every single thing that we do right now more weight and more meaning. Like That's true. I would say. Um, pero ngayon in what we're doing right now, like you, you're in second year med school. Um. What has changed from like pre-med to like, okay, you're in med school now? What has changed? What has evolved in like how everything is or how, how what, what you're studying? You know? Wow. Um, wow, there's really, I mean, wow, that was really kind of heavy. <laughs> Maybe I guess. Because since I entered on I entered med school, it was already online. Of course, it's really gonna be different. But yeah. if anything, um, this is quite debatable, but in a sense, I actually love online med setup. Really? Because yeah. I, yeah, because um personally, because we always make trances, I would really prefer studying the trances or yung parang um or study material because it enables me to get more sleep. And I like that the that the that the lectures are recorded. In my, you know, we don't really. It's not really a need to attend your class, but sure, you should attend, right? Yeah. But it's not like attendance are is graded, and I like it because I can have more time for myself and at my own pace. Because I really work differently. I really um I don't I really have a weird body clock. I sleep at I. I sleep at 4 a.m. and I wake up at 1. You know, those type of things. I yeah. really like things at my own pace. And I felt like there's an extra hassle because when we're um, doing classes, if you like, you have to wake up in the morning, you have yeah. to prepare. From a med yeah. student, is that healthy, your body clock? Um, 
for me, oh my God, this is kind of, I mean, for me as a med student, like as a future doctor, wow, it's not healthy at all. Like, it's really ruining my circadian rhythm. You know, it's mm-hmm. our, um, you know, body clock. But for me, I, for me, I kind of have a weird logic to it is that as long as I get that amount of hours of sleep, I'm still healthy. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, I can see, I can do that type of body clock, but I still get 12 hours of, I mean, like, six hours of sleep. So, technically, it's like, I just have a weird, technically, it's like, na jet lag lang ako. Mm-hmm. Parang as if I'm just in the States, but I'm not. Parang nausog lang ganun. Oh, oh, like, I'm like in the States, but I'm the Philippines. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But, and I guess, also, my support system, I feel like mm-hmm. being in an online med type of setup, it really help me assess who my real friends are or more like who's going to be there or who's genuine. I think that's what made me also realize during uh-huh. the pandemic. Like who are the people who are only there because of the good times or who are the real friends who are there to you even during your lows. Yeah. So that's mine. Yeah. Ang cliche na answers ko. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But definitely, oh, uh, in in med school, um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, yeah, you mentioned you preferred, you like the online setup um, and how you yeah. learn. Because you get But, more sleep, you, you can control your time more, yeah. Um, can I just add oh, yeah, yeah, sure. that I'm not saying, can I just add a, disclaim, add a disclaimer that the online med setup is really, um, it's it's really quite, an, if, you're, if you actually like online med setup, I think it's actually a privilege. Like it's really not for everyone. And yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it, that's why I liked it, but it's just my personal preference. But um, that doesn't mean that oh, I feel like online setup is good for everyone because that's really selfish and that's really not taking everyone's needs and context into consideration mm-hmm. because there's also mental health, right? Definitely. And, you know, parang, oh, sorry, I just, I felt like I just wanted to talk about that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, pero hindi ba, no? In med school, you get a lot of hindi ba may may like oh. um subjects that require you guys to go into like yeah um to actually be in the field or like in the in the lab or something yeah yeah how do you do uh, that actually actually yeah I'm really glad you raised that up because yeah. although I enjoyed that type of setup for myself in first year I don't think that's really applicable when you go in the upper years because first year is really about theoreticals. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna study the foundation, foundational knowledge. But in second year, you're slowly applying what you need to know. So yeah, I think we really need it because what how med students are doing it right now, it's like um, they're gonna take videos of themselves. They're gonna, you know, I haven't really experienced it, but they're gonna take a video of themselves doing the procedure and they're gonna send it. that's like their output. Yeah. Okay. So for example, like one time I did a type, like I did, I did the reflex exam to my mom. On her abdomen. So, parang ganun. You have to take a video of it lang. Yeah. Ano yun? But like, first, yeah. Yeah. Paano yun? Like, ano yun? How, what, how's a reflex exam? What's a reflex exam? Oh, sorry. Uh, so, a <laughs> reflex exam, it's basically to test if your nerves are functioning functioning well. Yun may ginagawa like, sa tuhod. Oh, oh exactly. The, that's the reflex hammer. Yung, yung, But like, we also have reflexes in different areas of our body. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now that you're in like you're in the you're in the swamp, you're in like med school now. What's yeah. your what's your what's your guide to people who want to go to med school? Like how do they go 
to med school? What was your path and what's the like the process of everything? Okay, so it's really um it's not really a requirement to go to an actual pre-med type of course, right? I there's a lot of bio batchmates who came on to bit from business or fine arts or an engineer. Wow. They were my engineer uh-huh. path. So it really doesn't dictate your performance in med school because everyone really starts, you know, at almost zero. I guess there's really an edge though, yung other courses, na parang knowing um they took these subjects before already back in on back, back in their undergrad. But I feel like everyone really starts, you know, at the baseline, just like everyone else when you go to med school. And it's really uh-huh. ano, mo naman yan. So um so for the first step really is to take the NMAT. You know, the NMAT is the you know, it's the it's an entrance exam that you uh, when you take that, that's gonna be your score that you need to pass to different med schools in order to apply. So after that, um, so NMAT, I took it back in my fourth year, my fourth fourth year first sem, and then after that, you applied to different med schools. So different med schools would also have their pros and cons, alam mo yon. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think technically that's that's just it, naman, just to apply to med school. And, and you just wait for a call, you know. Yeah, you just get like an email, but it's actually it's not just that simple because I think you really need to be mentally prepared for what's what you should be expecting, because med yeah. school is really not a joke. I mean, for me, I see that I'm gonna study until my thirties. Parang alam mo yun, Parang I'm gonna I'm gonna go through residency, more specializations after that, fellowship. Parang uh-huh. it's a lifelong learning experience and. It's I think you really need to love to learn and to be of service to other people. Diba? I mean, yeah. as simple, I mean, if you're only doing it for the money, personally, real talk lang, pero you if you want, my friend told me that doctors don't really that parang doctors don't earn as high as people think. Or parang di talaga siya pampayaman. Alam mo yun, parang mm-hmm. it's enough for you and your needs, but if people are going to that field to be rich that's not the way i feel like you need to have other sidelines or a business at the side yeah but i feel like we should though like we should increase pay uh definitely like, if we want definitely. to incentivize people to actually do these things um commit themselves yeah. what, what you said like lifelong learning that's a big yeah commitment. like yeah i feel like we should increase the <laughs> increase by a large margin yeah definitely salary. And I think not only in the field of medicine, but just like for everyone. Like diba? I feel like we should raise our minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling ko dapat mas maging, yeah. it should be at a more humane type of um, perspective. Like right? a living wage. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, ngayon, like, siguro, we talked about, like, you going to med school, we talked about you mm-hmm. currently. Um, yeah. What's your. What's your vision for the future for yourself? Like, what's your plans after? Let's say you're in your late, you're in your, you're yeah, your thirties. What what do you want to be doing? What's what's your goal in all of this? What do you plan to do? Um. Okay. So my plan. Wow. This is just like a really rough, parang rough draft lang, parang yeah. an idea. Because I believe that I think it's good to have a plan, but at the same time, I'm just really trusting where God will place me, where I'm really meant to be, because. Even if I have plans, if mas gusto ko ni God in this area, that's where I'm gonna trust my path uh-huh. to be. But for now, my rough draft of my plan is I really want to be um, 
I really want to specialize in neurology or in neurosurgery if I want to wow. study more <laughs> or yeah. if I have time. Because the thing is, you have to take in consideration that, you know, like us women, we also um, want to have a family. You know, we're like a ticking time bomb. We can't, uh, we, like by your 30s, um, when you get older, the more likely that magkakaroon ng chromosomal or disorders, alam mo yun? It's yeah. more prone na malaglag yung bata and those stuff. So we're like a ticking time bomb. So, and, and also, it's, made, it's more dangerous for you guys. Yeah, definitely. And not only that, but of course, like, um, what type of family would you want to envision? Like, do you want to be super busy lang for your family that you don't have time for them? You know, that also plays a part because different specializations has different um, levels of stress and different demands. Yeah. So, but for me, initially, I really want to go into the field of neurology. Neurology is basically all our nerves, the brain. I really love the brain and how it works. I feel like I, I'm just, whenever I'm studying it, I'm always in awe na, wow, like God or whoever made us, did so many, like, made a lot of mechanisms for us to function yeah. the way we do. Like, there's different neurotransmitters, like different substances in our brain so that we can feel emotions. We yeah. can, yeah, we can, like, we can, like, we can move. I don't know, it's just amazing. Like, how does that even work? Yeah. Right? So, yeah, so I want to go into the field of neurology um, and or also neurosurgery. I'm also thinking about, of course, we have to think about other businesses or like investments so maybe my my dream for myself is really to um to also do real real estate or like that though type that, that type of con investment because my family is into that field no man so mm, parang, okay, i think yeah. it's easy to just transition to it yeah oh i share i share your fascination with the mind um yeah as a psychology student it's something i very much relate mm -mm. to uh what what I was thinking, whenever us humans, us people, study our brains or our minds, it's yeah. just the it's just technically like the brain studying itself. Right? Like Wow, are, yeah, 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 yeah. Just it's like a whole entire it's like a computer up there, but it's so much more complex and so yeah. much more um like there's still a lot we don't yeah. know um when it comes to our brains and everything and, yeah. and all its functionings. But uh, it's it's something, no? When do you when do you do you have a plan on like when you like want to have like for example like a family? You know? Actually, you know, I just want to have a family next year. by or like wow next, next year. year. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <Sana> boyfriend mo na. Don't you know marriage? No, 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 no. I think I'm gonna graduate. I'm gonna gra I'm gonna I'm gonna graduate med school when I'm when I'm 23 years old. No, 24 or 24 again around 24. I'm gonna graduate when I'm 24. So I'm like 20, turning 25 na by that year. Yeah, I am currently 21 years old, turning 22. Okay. Yeah. So so parang there's like four years of residency pa and like oh, no oh, at first after med school you you'll have after med school when you graduate med school you have your PGI your postgraduate internship yeah. so after postgraduate internship you go to um you do your residency because you take the boards get that MD talaga licensure and then you get 
you do your residency. So, parang feeling ko matatapos pa ako with residency, like 29, 30. Ewan. So, hopefully, yeah. I get married after residency or <laughs> uh, or before. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Sige. Um, I share your dread also. Are you planning after... to go to med as well? I don't, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Pero after okay. my double degree, which is already five years, I'm going to be yeah. going to law school, which is another four wow. years. Three years. And then one year of like yun test, like review. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to be graduating wow. on 27, 28, you know. So yeah. that's kind of like we're yeah. on the same, more or less same time. Yeah. Zone, you know? So yeah. hopefully, you know. Um, wow, pero, I didn't know this. I'm happy to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> when you, if you need, if you need, pero each doesn't matter no. talaga. Like in any field, yeah. Like I have, I have, I have batchmates who are in their thirties. It doesn't matter. Mm. But as long as yeah. the heart is there, go, yeah. go for it. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 search and thirst for knowledge never ends. It's not. It does. It doesn't Definitely. have a limit to how old you are. And we're at the prime of our brain functioning, de ba? Uh-huh. Like these, the, yeah. yeah, we should really bank on that. So that's why it's really good to pursue for education, oh, wow. or not. It's really up to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, and super culminating all of that. Um, and everything you do, and all that you do now, and all that you plan to do. Oh, for you, what's the meaning of life? Wait, like, what's the meaning of life for you? For me, the meaning of life is really about making wonderful relationships and touching people, diba? Because at your deathbed, you know, at your deathbed materials and your achievements wouldn't matter. It's really about how you lived your life. Did you live yeah. a life full of regrets? Or did you bank on your opportunities? You went out of your comfort zones? Did you touch people's lives? You know, you know for me, my definition of um, fulfillment when I'm at my deathbed, <laughs> I could say that I really, I really achieved if I've touched a lot of lives. Or I made a purpose in their lives. And I think, you know, naman the Eric Erickson psychosocial development, right? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> like very I think around, Yeah, around 40s, we enter your stage na generativity versus tag. Wait, I'm not sure. Or like 50, 40s, 50s. Like we mm-hmm. enter this stage called generativity versus stagnation. So it's really about you generating a lot of things because you realize that you're getting old na. So you have to make the most of what you can. That's why people also have midlife crisis. Yeah. So at the last stage of that Eric Erickson psychosocial development, it's the um wow. Sorry, parang, can I switch? Parang dread or acceptance is that it? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Not, it's something, it's something like, that. like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like um it's about integrity versus despair. So integrity is when you feel like oh wow I can accept life I've lived my life to the fullest and. I can, ano, parang, parang I can pass away anytime now. I think, I think, I think that would that would be nice to go to that stage of integrity mm-hmm. that I feel like I gave my best in this life. I lived it well, and I'm I'm ready to die. I don't know. <laughs> not <laughs> now though. Not now. Mas future. Someday. Eh? Oh, Fifty years yeah. from now. The meaning of life is really relationships because without relationships. What would be the color of your picture, diba? What would be the content of your book, diba? There's really uh-huh. life. Life is no life will have no meaning if you lived in a very selfish way. If you didn't touch people's lives and didn't have meaningful relationships with them, you didn't yeah. make memories, diba? Because you know it's what makes us feel alive. Okay, so that's mine. That's for me. That's the meaning yeah. of life. Yeah. How about you, Dylan? 
What's your meaning of life? What's my meaning yeah. of life? Okay, okay. Um, my, oh, wow. My meaning of life is more of like um, a perspective on how I look at life. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a balance. It's a balancing act of like mm-hmm. um, freedom and destiny. So mm-hmm. we have free will, right? We were given free will. Whatever you believe, like whatever you really believe, mm-hmm. we have the choices to make our own decisions. And um, the meaning, our meaning stems from what we make out of, this, out of those decisions. But we're not mm-hmm. entirely free. Um, yeah. There is a preordained um, destiny for us. And I, I define destiny as the stipulations we are born into this world. So for example, we're not, we don't have a choice on to who we're born to, sino family natin, what yeah. time we're born to, um, our genetics. Like, we don't mm-hmm. really have a choice on that. Um, and where we're born. So those define our lives so much. Pero they yeah. go unnoticed and invisible sometimes. So um, it's like the meaning of our lives is a balancing act of what is given to us and what we make out of what's given to us. Free will and destiny. Freedom yeah. and faith. So that's the culmination of our lives. That's our meaning. Wow. I really love that because I'm really happy that you expound about how different people were really born into opportunities already given to them. Diba? Yeah. Parang yeah. just with the race, you can be treated in a different way. You can be given yeah. different opportunities. I really like that idea. And it's really about what will you do with the, with the choices given to you already? And these choices, if you think about it, they're predetermined. Nga, diba? Yeah. Diba parang just you living, you know, just right now, diba? Like you graduated from CSA, Lasal. Alam mo parang there's really, you know, it it's given to you by, yeah, you don't you didn't control it. Parang you were just born, you know, nangyari sa yo. So I like that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really a good way to think about the meaning of life. And if you think about it, olala, I just noticed. I feel like how a person defines the meaning of life, it really depends on how they live their life, if that makes sense. Yeah, but, uh, definitely does. Yeah, like for example, since what I said was really about relationships, I think you could really tell what a person um, focuses their life on. And it's not a bad thing. I see that you're really focused on making decisions that, you know, important decisions on how you're going to make your life at the end of everything. And I think a factor for mine is really about relationships and making beautiful memories. Diba? Parang it, mm-hmm. I, I think parang I'm so yeah. sentimental or like, yeah. alam mo yeah. you can really tell about that, about what a person answers with that question. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. Yun lang. Oh. Yeah. And yun nga, diba? You love this. You always bring it up. Pero in your deathbed, like, um, you don't retain anything. Yung pinakahuli mong, the, the last person you are with is only yourself. And Definitely. who, who, is who are you if not the culmination of your experiences and what you left behind and your memories and yun yeah, the, the end picture of what you'll envision siguro when your vision goes away when your senses go away are your memories and the lasting emotions and feelings that you have for yourself so yeah wow yeah wow that's a lot yeah I think yeah <laughs> oh. I like conversations like these I feel like <laughs> Give more questions. Sorry. <laughs> more questions. Pala. That's it, actually. Um, so thank you, Janelle, for like, yeah. stopping by the Meaning of Life podcast. Hope to see you soon. Thank- oh, how soon? 
when joke lang. Pero grabe no, you same here though. Like I really enjoyed being in your show. Parang I love how your platform is a way to not only get to know the person but to learn from them and how yeah. they see life. And yeah. ultimately their own meaning of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm.